Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. Today, we're going to be talking about story selling, all right? You know about storytelling. What we're talking about today is how you can catapult your sales by telling the right stories. Why do you need to know how to tell stories in everything that you do for your business? Number one, it makes you relatable. I always tell people, I can't believe I'm a good salesperson because I was not really trained to be a sales to, to, to be a salesperson. Even two, three years ago, I didn't I had no idea how to do it. I had never really sold things, right? Especially online. But when you use the scale, what I did when I started my own business, so I started my own business after like 10 years in corporate, right? High-level corporate. I was doing consulting and very, very big projects, uh, government projects, that type of stuff. And so I was used to having really good um, conversation and landing big deals, but you don't tell stories to land big deals. You show numbers. But coming online, I had to figure out, okay, how do I make sales And what are my superpowers? And I remember one of my early coaches told me, ask five people who know you that you trust in terms of how they perceive you and ask them what they feel they can count on you on for and what they feel are your superpowers. And so that's what I did. So my, I have three brothers. So that was already three out of five and two other really longtime friends. I just sent them an email and I was like, what can you count on me for? What do you think of my superpowers? What can you not count on me for? Cause I suck. And all of them, no exception, came back with your superpower is inspiring people. And I was like, oh, I had never thought that that was even a thing, right? And so I ran with that. And I realized the reason why I'm really good at inspiring people is because I'm really good at grabbing someone else's story to just take it and serve it to people. And they feel inspired by living vicariously, by living that experience through someone else. That's, that's all that you need to inspire people. You need to show them that there is something on the other side and somebody else has done it. They're not going to be the first person on the moon, right? That's all. When you're selling to leads, when you're doing launches and things like that, and you're selling, people just want to see that, oh, this is the problem that I have. And there is someone else who has solved it. And this is what it can look like. That's what inspires people. That's what gets them moving because it creates it creates hope, right? And so when you become really good at telling stories and bringing those things, people are are able to relate to you more. You seem less like just another person in the interweb on the interwebs. They relate to you more. They remember you more as well, right? There's a reason why there's a ton of stuff that I studied at school that I can't remember at all. But there was one particular, particularly really good history class that I did. And the reason I remember all of that is because the, the professor was so good at telling the story around all of the facts. It was not just, you know, all of these dates that you had to memorize. They, he was really good at telling the story and depicting it and painting it, right? We are really good from a very young age at remembering stories. And your leads were kids at some point, too. 
Okay. And so they relate to stories. Stories are the first thing that as human beings, like we get acquainted with and that start creating those emotions in us. And that doesn't go away. So that is one of the first reasons. It's, it makes you relatable. People remember you. And so when they remember you, what does that mean? It means that if they remember you, all of a sudden you're cutting through the noise of everything else that's happening online. Okay. And you want to remember too that at the end of the day, what people are trying to do online by selling, et cetera, like everyone's looking for what is going to be my competitive advantage. That's like what they teach you in marketing, uh, uh, like very early on, like what's going to be my competitive advantage. Yeah, you could, you could decide that your competitive advantage is that you're certified in this thing and you studied that specific modality and you know how to do this other thing really well. And you can say, this is my story. That is a freaking good competitive advantage. No one else has your story. Okay. That's what I figured out for myself when I was like, okay, I want to teach people. Yes. The project management stuff. Cause that's where I, what I have a, 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 a master's degree in. Um, I taught at the MBA, like I taught MBA students at the university. I was an MBA lecturer teaching project management, but how many other people have done that? So many. I'm not that special because of it. Oh, but when I take the project management stuff and the type of work that I used to do in very, very big project, billion dollar, multi-billion dollar projects, and I combine it with, oh, I'm a martial artist and I've been doing martial arts since I was seven. There's a lot of mindset stuff around it. How do you reach goals with the right mindset? All of a sudden, it's like completely different stories. And no one else that I know is named Kyrie, worked on multi-billion dollar project as a project manager, was an MBA lecturer, and gets her butt kicked every other Saturday in Kung Fu. Like no one else does that, right? So I started sharing a lot of martial arts stories to relate to business and how to overcome a lot of the, of the mindset that comes out of it. Right. So number one, it was about telling people, hey, I am not mindset certified by any school except the school of life. So owning that piece that got rid of my imposter syndrome and then looking at, oh, what stories do I have? I shared once a story about how I kicked one of those wooden dummies and our wooden dummies are huge guys. It's like it takes three people to lift and, and move. And how I kicked the thing in the wrong place. And it sent me to the ground, like pretty much how, how you know how it feels when you've invested so much into a launch or whatever, and you had all of your hopes in an, and, and it doesn't go the way that you wanted it to go. And you the way that you feel inside, well, take that and then you multiply it and it's a physical pain. <laughs> like, and I just use that story to relate to people who are launching. And that was so, you know, people related to it so much. Okay. It's create, helping you create a competitive advantage, a way to talk to your audience that it, it, it cannot be the same as anyone else. Like there is no way because there's just one of you. Okay. So that is why you want to master your stories. All right. So those are the reasons why you want to master storytelling do it. It's going to help you so, so, so much. Okay. Now, when do you use your stories? This is a question that I get often as well. So when do you, um, when do you use the different stories? Anytime you go live like this, 
if you pay attention, I shared quite a few stories already. Okay. It's part of what you, how you show up live. Every time I go live, I try, I try to just infuse stories in there. It's just, it's, it makes sense. People relate to it. That's typically when people are also the most engaged. It's anytime you go live, you want to be telling stories. Okay. That's number one. When you're pitching and anything, so let's say that you're doing a launch and, you know, day four, we teach the nine day launches, day four, you open cart, you start sharing a lot of stories in your pitch. When you're doing consultations, here's how I do consults with people. I don't have a script. I just ask a ton of questions, right? I, I, I make sure that I'm not the one doing most of the talking. Ask a ton of questions so I really understand what's happening for them, for, for, for whoever I'm talking to at the surface level, but also what's happening in their mind below the surface level. Because once you can figure that out, it's so much easier to take a story that addresses the mindset, that addresses the emotional up and downs, that addresses all of those other things. If you can know that that's what's important for your, for your person, for your lead, and tie a story of somebody, whether it's you or a client, who overcame that. Yeah? Let me know if this makes sense. That's a really, really, really powerful way to use stories. Here's another way that you might um, not be, you might not think about. You know how some, a lot of people are always like, how do I make sure that I'm not coaching too much and, uh, and really positioning my services to sell versus giving all of the, all that I do for free, right? Let's say you're doing uh, a consultation. A lot of people, if you, if you're not careful, will try and take your time in consults just to get free coaching. You don't want to do that. How do you get out of that? Tell a story. It works every time. Here's how I do it. So someone will come in and, and say something like, hey, yeah, but I don't know how to, how to solve. Let's say we're doing business coaching, super simple one. Yeah, I'm, I understand about the program, and, but my big problem right now is really like, how do I create the right program? How do I take everything that I'm doing and build the right flagship program? What if you're not careful, you're going to get into coaching that person or your team member, whoever's doing those sales call, if they're not careful, can get into free coaching and that doesn't lead to a sale. The way that I use stories in this type of uh, setting is, oh, that's, it's, I love that you asked that question. This person, we actually had Kim, one of our clients, Kimberly, she was in the same exact situation as you. She was doing a bunch of one-on-one -on -one session. So she had great experience. But one of the key things that we realized is that she had to really put things together and figure out the right order of sequence uh, so that we could help her create the program. And here are the results that she got, right? And here's what she faced and here's how we fixed it type of thing. And right away, you just put a story in there. You did not coach. You did not tell them how to uh, pull, you know, the right sequence and all of that. You just told them, oh, here's a story of Kimberly that you don't know yet. But, oh, my God, you're going to meet her in, in our community. She's amazing. And here's what she did. Story. Yeah. So those are all different places where, you know, when in doubt, tell a story. It always works. I think, right? <laughs> it always works. Unless you're doing something illegal, a story will not get you out of it. But if you're trying to build your business, if you're pitching, if you're, even when you're coaching, even if you're not selling and you're coaching a client, stories are so powerful. Every time I'm talking to a client and really helping them get over the mindset stuff, 
I share stories of either when I face the same thing or someone that they they are acquainted with faced something similar. Of course, I'm getting um, uh, approval to share that type of story because it's public. But sharing a story with somebody versus just telling facts is a huge game changer. So, all right, I, if this did not serve as different arguments to tell you why you need to do this, I hope that at this time uh, uh, you're much clearer, all right? So many different ways, okay? When you're overcoming objections, same thing. Don't get into their objections. Share stories of how it was overcome, okay? That's what you want to do. Now, how do you do this? I'm going to share how I did it. It is so simple. It is super simple, but it does require you to sit and think. If you have a team, your team needs to sit and think and build their own inventory, okay? This is also why you wanna keep documenting any of your client stories. You wanna know what type of successes your clients are getting, okay? So in order to know what stories to share, just you just need two couple of things that have to be clear first, and then the how is very simple. So the two things that you wanna have pretty clear is who you're serving and what transformation you're bringing them. So if you're in our community, in the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Community, Empire Builders, if you're in our community, we, we often talk about the one-line moneymaker. The one-line moneymaker is a just almost like an elevator pitch. It's like one sentence that tells people who you serve and what transformation, all right? So those two things are the really the two things that you need to know and feel confident in before you start sharing your stories and all of that thing, just because it's going to make things clearer for you and you're going to be able to find your voice and adapt it to the people too that you're talking to. Once you know who you're serving and what transformation you're bringing, here's a key, very, very simple thing you want to do. You build an inventory. Okay. I had a document when I started of these things, and this is one of when did I did this? I did I do this? I think it was in the summer of 2019. It was in, in my first year. So beginning of 2019, I was figuring out how to go live without dying because I was so scared of it. I was, guys, if you scroll in my feed long enough, you're going to see my, my announcements uh, a month in advance that I was going to muster the courage to do a live video. And now, right now I'm, I'm streaming into eight different platforms and I have like notes, I have like five lines of notes. I'm like making the stuff as I go, okay? Like that's how fast things go. And stories are the key things that completely shifted my mindset. In June of 2019, I did this very simple, quick course. Uh, when I was really looking at, at finding like who's gonna be my business coach online and the, that guy just had me do this simple exercise, completely changed my life. And it was sit down with a sheet of paper and start writing down the different moments. Since you were a kid that marked you, like that you remember, it might've been aha moments. It might've been things that were really hard at the time and you overcame. It might have been something that you saw or your experience that created some time of a, some type of a mind shift. And guys, it doesn't have to be like this crazy epic story. It does not. Okay. I just shared right like a few minutes ago how I did this whole post about kicking a dummy, uh, a wooden dummy in the in the wrong spot, and how that was painful. That's such a like tiny story on the scale of things. But 
when you use that story to tie it to the mindset of doing hard things and it's, it hurts and you have the choice of staying on the ground or getting back up, all of a sudden it's a completely different meaning. Okay. So it doesn't have to be anything epic. It just has to be something that you experienced or someone else experienced it. Because if you did or someone else did, someone in your audience will have as well experienced it and is going to be relating to it. Okay, so that's how you want to think about this. I have story like I have some stories that are so tiny, or I often share the story of, of course, I just uh, shared the one where I was so terrified to do my first live video, and it took me two hours for a five minute video, and I was sweating. I had to change because I was so afraid. Right, that's one. I um, often talk about when I landed in France at the age of 14, 15, for the first time after having lived, you know, my life in Saudi Arabia, I had to move to France and I was in boarding school. And the day that I called my parents and I was like, daddy, it's so weird. Everyone here, they think differently, but they're still happy. Like <laughs> huge aha moment, right? Those little things that don't seem, it's not epic, but it's, the little things that change someone's life and you sitting down and writing an inventory of those moments in your life, it's going to be huge because if you remember them and if you practice just telling them and it doesn't have to be perfect, I still suck, honestly, it doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to share the stories and you're going to start becoming so good at when someone's talking to you, just, you know, going in your mind and grabbing a story that relates and just tying it to what they're saying, sharing that. And all of a sudden, like you've become besties. Okay. So take a sheet of paper, doing on a Google doc, whatever you want to do and do an inventory of the small and big aha moments you've had, the moments where you struggled, the moments where you won, the moments where you lost, the moments where um, some things were going really well in your relationships, the moments where things were really tough in your relationships, all of that stuff works. The successes your clients are having, super, super, super important that you document. I was talking to one of our clients just, let me see, two days ago, and it was, it was really a mindset conversation around the fact that it's really hard for her to accept money for what she does. Like she has amazing credentials but every time she gets to a point where, I mean, she creates amazing results. And every time she gets to a point where she's expressed and felt that energy of, oh my God, like I created these amazing results. She always has like shame that comes in right there. Right. And she doesn't follow up anymore. Like she lets the clients go and whoever comes to her in that moment to try and pay her, she actually refuses them. We had to go back to documenting what amazing, and she was telling me some of the stuff that she's done, amazing, amazing work with people, like life-changing type of work. She, that, that's, that was her big homework. Go and make an inventory, and then you keep that thing in front of you every day. I started um, doing this online and decided that I needed to be live more and share this, these stories. I printed them. Right. And I still have that in what I call my vision book. I don't I should have brought it with me. It's on my night table. And there's a few pages that are just like my story and it's screenshots. Every time you guys post in our Facebook group or message me or whatever, I screenshot all of that stuff. My phone is full of 
stories or screenshots of amazing stories that people are sharing because then number one, it makes me feel really good, right? I'm like, oh, I did that. Oh, oh, I was part of this. It's great for like, it gets rid of imposter syndrome, like nothing else. Okay. That's one piece. Cause you remember, oh, I did this. Like I'm good. Right. And then it also gives you a really big inventory of things that you can use to share. If you have a team, okay, this is super important. If you have a team, you cannot be the only one who knows the story and shares them. Your team needs to know the client's stories, needs to know your stories so that they can in turn inspire uh, uh, inspire your leads. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. The sales are not going to happen. And otherwise, too, the sales will only happen when you're on camera, but in between launches and, and stuff, like it's going to be really hard to bring in the sales. Your people are going to be as good as selling as they are in terms of sharing stories and knowing your brand inside and out. And a big portion of knowing your brand is the stories. Okay. So love you all so, so, so much. I will talk to you very soon. Have an amazing rest of your day. There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.